Welcome to Mental Health News Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Sunanta-Walker. Just what are we going to discuss? The intimacy that is mental health. Let's continue to make it as comfortable as discussing brain health or heart health. This show has been on the air for several years and we have amazing co-hosts. And then we created a network of podcasters on mentalhealthnewsradionetwork.com, a place where every possible facet of mental well-being can be talked about openly. My show, after several hundred interviews, the format is this. Intimate, deep, funny, touching, sometimes uncomfortable, but always vulnerable conversations with interesting people. The goal is to have you, our listening family, many of you who have become my good friends, feel as though you are listening in on private conversations. Thank you for tuning in and becoming part of this amazing journey with me and now with our network of podcasters. Just knowing this podcast might be helping any of you realize you are not alone on this journey called being a human being makes doing this podcast worth every second. Hi everyone, Kristen Walker here. We are doing another The Healing Room show with Martha Jiknowski. Martha, thank you so much for coming back on. It is a pleasure to be with you, Kristen, as always. (laughs) So as we've talked about when we try to figure out what we're going to bring up on these shows, I've had a number of people, including myself, come to me lately saying there's just crud going on in their life. There's not much that they can do about it. Um, They just have to have patience. They know the outcome is probably, you know, 99% chance that it's all going to be fine. But the living through whatever you got to live through until you wait for this outcome, you know, that that's rough. Like how do you, how do they maintain peace and enjoyment of life and deal with also the realities of being stressed out uh, when mm-hmm. they, um, you know, they have faith that there'll be a good outcome, but there's not a guarantee there. And uh, you can't, you know, you can't force something. Sometimes you can't force something to get done, be over with, be done. You've just got to just mug your way through it. and. Being able right. to have one foot in that and one foot in some kind of faith uh, can be exhausting. <laughs> well, it can be, and it and it really is exhausting. You know, nobody ever said that human life is easy. You know, this place is just one great big challenge after the next, and uh, we choose to come here. Uh, to experience life in a human body so that we can have these challenges and so that we can uh, learn how to deal with them, learn how to overcome them, bring the, the awareness of our actual selves into the human experience. That's not easy to do. You know, if we wanted to live an easy life, we would never have incarnated onto this planet because 
it's no, that's just not going to happen. It's it's that's just the reality of it. I do not know anybody who has a trouble free life. You know, there's always degrees of trouble, but I don't know anyone who has made it through who is rich and famous and beautiful and and has a perfect relationship and perfect kids. And I I don't know anyone like that. Um, So we have to, I think, make a choice and how we're going to proceed. And we need to do that on a daily basis. And um, we have been taught historically uh, as as a, a species that, you know, we're basically powerless. Um, you know, we have no control over our lives. We have no control over what happens anywhere. Um, we need to elect certain politicians to, uh, you know, bring law and order or whatever uh, into the, the the particular country. We need religious leaders to be the halfway point between ourselves and the deity. You know, I'll take it from here, folks. I have the private number for for God's, you know, inner sanctum. Oh, and by the way, you know, that'll cost you a little bit. So we're used to being told that we have no control over anything. And, uh, you know, that's very, very exhausting because you just, after a while, you just say, well, okay, I'm just going to go do my thing and, you know, wait for the Grim Reaper to show up. And, you know, in some cases, we don't have control. Um, You know, for example, when my son was ill, I had no control over that. Uh, And I'm a healer. And um, when my son passed away, I had zero control over that. And let me tell you, I would have taken apart the inner workings of the universe if it was within my power to do so in order to keep my son here and healthy. But I had no recourse. It was his time to go, and I had to accept that. So certain things we do have to accept. Other things, however, we can, we can exert some control over. And the first thing we, we have absolute power over is what happens between our ears. Nobody can control what you think, how you think it, or how you feel about it anything. That is your dominion. You have free reign to decide how to interpret what's going on in your life and and how to think about it and how to proceed. That is absolutely uh, the truth. So that's one thing that we can control. And if we're smart, we will cultivate that uh, that power, that ability, we will decide, you know, how we want to proceed in any situation, and we'll go from there. So, yes, we we do have some control over things, mm-hmm. even though it's not always easy. Now, can you give me? And I'm not asking you to. Um, uh, you know, reveal anything personal, maybe just a generic thing that you heard from someone. Can you give me an example of uh, feeling powerless? Sure. So 
an organization or person committing a crime and mm-hmm. um, part of that crime is extortion or holding something that belongs to this person for host, you know, hostage and this person then having to get an attorney, you know, go and spend more money to try to get back what they already own. Mm-hmm. And no explainable reason as to why this other entity is is doing this other than ego or power. Okay. And that that makes uh, this person feel powerless. Uh, powerless to just get it done. Just do you know what what the point of the exercise was or the you know, the, the creation was, which is, uh, you know, get the project finished, just get it done, let it go out and do what it's supposed to do for the world and, and be done and move on and never have to deal with, you know, this other entity ever again, just move on and get it done. Instead, there's this drawn out BS, that powerless feeling of not being able to just move it to completion. Okay. So all of the normal traditional things that one would do to resolve this kind of an issue, I'm assuming have been done or yep. are being done right now. Yep. And, and nothing is moving, nothing is resolving? Nope. I mean, okay. things are moving and resolving, but at a snail's pace. Or they... Okay seem like they are because the law is on the person who was stolen from it's the law is on their side but the other entity doesn't care about the law because they're criminals so what do they care okay all right so if the law is on the side of the person who is making the complaint Mm -hmm. uh, and and things are moving then what is the real issue here that it costs um, time, money, um, stress for, mm-hmm. you know, the person that was stolen from, um, that Got those it. things are happening. Okay. Okay. So even though, even though things are moving forward, it is still just as stressful as if things weren't moving forward. Would you say so? Yes. Okay. All right. So what it comes down to then is, you know, not being able to control how things are being done. And that in and of itself will cause a great deal of stress. Um, you know, now, if everything being done is, is within the normal realm of recourse, and things are not being resolved easily and quickly and to that person's satisfaction, then what do we do? What do we do? If something is stressing somebody out to the point where exhaustion sets in, then maybe it's time to start thinking a little bit differently. Mm. You know, when, I mean, every day you know, we get up and we go about our business and we tend to approach the world 
the way we did yesterday. We tend to think the, the very same thoughts that we thought yesterday. We tend to deal with our problems the same way we did yesterday. You can count on that. If you're not managing your thinking, if you're not managing what's going on between your ears, look at today and you can pretty much see what your life is going to look like tomorrow. And if you look back two days ago, you will be able to see that the very next day was the same and it's true. So what do we do then? Well, we take a different perspective. Everything is perspective. Write that in capital letters, print it off on your computer on a six foot long banner, <laughs> hang it in your, in your living room, hang one in the bathroom and one over your bed. I'm typing because everything is perspective. Everything is perspective. Our truth, quote unquote, whatever that may be, is born from whatever perspective we take when we look at our problem. Is that something that you might agree with, that statement? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. If that's true, if we're thinking the same way we did yesterday, and if perspective is everything, and our truth is born out of our perspective on whatever the subject is, and we're not getting results that, that are pleasing to us, well, then, I mean, let's extrapolate a little bit. Um, if we change our perspective, can we maybe um, expect a, a little bit of a different outcome? I think we can. So ask yourself some questions. You know, anybody out there who is, you know, working on this law of attraction business and is not getting the kind of uh, results that, that they're hoping to get, ask yourself some questions. The first question is, are you thinking the same thoughts you did yesterday? Are you judging things the way you judged them yesterday? Are you ruminating on things that, that are not uh, particularly helpful? If you're doing all of that, well, you can expect the same outcome. We need to think about how we think. We need to become observers of our own thinking. If the normal recourse for a certain problem is not working, if it's not bringing the results that you hope for, well, you know, Albert Einstein said it best. You can't solve a problem with the same mind that was used to create it. So what does that mean? It means you need to look at things from a different point of view. You need to think differently. You need to ask different questions. You know, instead of saying, you know, why is everything haywire? Why is everything, why am I so, what is going on? Instead of asking questions like that, ask questions like, what can I do personally to change the outcome? What can I think? What kind of questions can I ask that will change the outcome to one that is more favorable to me? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that takes some work. I mean, we could do a whole show on, on um, 
you know, what it takes to change your mind, <laughs> you know, but if we find ourselves getting stressed out and believe me, I know I get it. I do it too. Um, if we find ourselves in that place, we need to fix something that's between our ears. There's, you know, this whole issue could resolve in five minutes from now, and it could be entirely in that person's favor. Everything could come out beautifully and, and, and whatever. But what happens in a month or six months when something else goes wrong? Right. You're going to, you're going to get stressed. You're going to, you know, be releasing mega doses of stress hormones that are ruining your body. You are going to lose sleep and that is also going to ruin your body. You're going to go through the whole thing again. You know, I believe that, that the universe brings us these challenges so that we can learn how to deal with them from a higher perspective. Because obviously the way we've been taught how to handle our challenges just ain't working so well. So, you know, let's, let's think of things differently. Mm. Why is it so hard for us to, um, it's, it seems really easy to keep, you know, digging into this groove of negative, the sky is falling, you know, it's real, it seems so much easier to go there than it is to do whatever it takes to look at it differently. Because it is easier to go there. Mm. Um, We have to bear in mind that the body and the mind work together. When we, uh, we're operating not so much out of collection of random thoughts, we're operating out of a collection of very deeply held, deeply rooted beliefs. And those beliefs cause feelings. Whenever a situation comes up, we automatically uh, respond out of what we believe to be true. And our body releases uh, chemicals that in turn cause our brain to release more chemicals and we're in this feedback loop. When you talk about uh, subconscious beliefs, they are absolutely subconscious. You can be going about your business and the next thing you know, you're having all of these thoughts and, and, and you catch yourself and you go, wait a minute, that's not what I want to think. That's not what I want to believe. But our body is designed to take us there. So what we're doing is we're, we're working with biochemical reaction we're working with neurological wiring uh, that is designed to keep us in our beliefs so when you you know have a hard time uh, changing your thoughts it's because it's true our body is keeping us in those thoughts we however have the right to change our minds and decide whether or not we want to stay there. There will be resistance though, because our, until we unwire 
those thoughts and those beliefs. We will be subject to them without fail. So what are things that people can do? I know it's a whole other show, but just some things that people could do to start the, the re, you know, unwire. Yeah. yeah. One thing that you can do, and everybody talks about affirmations and vision boards, and, and all of that is very, very helpful because repetition is one way to rewire something. You know, so if you're working with, for example, abundance, you want to increase your abundance, you make the vision board and you say all these affirmations. And the problem with that is if you don't believe deep down in your in your deepest subconscious mind that you are worthy of this abundance, I don't care how many vision boards you make. It's mm -hmm. not going to work. Right. So what you need to do is is set out on a road of self-reflection. This is important. You have to be able to find out why something that you want so badly is not happening for you. Is it because you don't feel worthy? Is it because you don't feel smart enough? Is it whatever the reason is? Look for it. Find it. And once you find it, um, you know, start asking yourself some questions. Rather than trying to convince yourself, yes, I am worthy of great abundance, and making statements that maybe your subconscious mind will reject, ask questions such as, what if it's true that I'm worthy of great abundance? What if that is really, really true? And do that over and over and over and over again. Don't stop. Say it 5,000 times a day if you can. Um, asking those questions will cause your subconscious mind to go out and find the answer for you. And you are reprogramming. And after a while, you're going to start to believe that you are worthy. And I know that's true because I've done it myself. So, you know, learn the skill of being able to stand back, observe your thinking, and ask yourself some questions. You know, what if? What if I am worthy? Now, you know, I want to say that uh, people who get on the road to, you know, new thought, or manifesting or whatever. And this is another show that we'll have to do, but um, odds are good you're going to hit a wall and you're going to give up. Well, don't do that. Challenge yourself. Nothing is, nothing is going to change unless you put the time into it. You know, begin to observe yourself. Ask yourself, why is abundance not coming to me? You know, and then look at your family and you know the people who raised you um look at how they feel about abundance and you will then be able to see what you feel about abundance because that is a belief that was passed around that family <laughs> and and i promise you it's very enlightening so you know just start taking a look at what you're thinking 
not so much the big thoughts, you know, the thunderclap thoughts, <laughs> but what you're, what you're thinking when you're in the shower, when you're eating lunch, when you're driving down the highway, what kind of stuff goes through your mind? And those are your beliefs. You're looking at those beliefs right then and there. Mm-hmm. So just become self-observant. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll do a show about this and we'll, we'll go through some, some, uh, some steps. But we tend to sabotage ourselves and we don't do it on purpose. We do it because it's built in. Right. So, you know, that's a good start right there. Hmm. Okay. I know when I've done work with you, I will, you know, suddenly feel a shift and I'm, uh-huh. I'm in a different space. And right. sometimes that it's, to me, it's like a, it's, I liken it to like a chiropractic adjustment. <laughs> it, yeah. it holds for a while and then, you know, life gets in, you get back out into the world and you're out of whack again. And then you come back in for another adjustment and it holds for a while. And then if you keep doing your work, it holds longer and longer until that becomes your new reality. Right new way of living. And, and that's really a great point. And I'm glad you brought it up because like I said, people do this work and then they hit the wall and, and the next thing they know they're back in their own patterns. And, you know, another thing that I suggest very, very, very strongly is partner up with somebody, you know, um, read some books, watch some videos, get your mind into it. It's got to become a priority for you. If you're going to uh, a seminar and you hope that that seminar is going to magically change your life and there's going to be no backsliding, well, you're going to be disappointed because unless you're doing that work every day and hanging out with people who are doing this work, odds are pretty good you're going to go back to your old habits. You know, find a buddy. You know, I mean, you can call me at any time and we'll talk. Right. And, you know, we can reinforce and, and you know, keep everything alive, you know, but it's a day-to-day endeavor. And it will slip if you don't make it a priority. So team up with somebody if you can. And, and, you know, get the, get the books, you know, I I recommend all kinds of books, Uh, you know, go to some seminars, look at YouTube videos and, and discuss it with someone, you know, make it a part of your conversation in general. And that will be also very, very helpful. Reinforced behavior. Right. Yeah. So last question for you. What trips me up, and this is something I was asked to, is uh, looking at your life and going, okay, everything that's happened up until this moment is exactly you know, what was supposed to have happened. That means we don't mm-hmm. really make mistakes. We make missteps, and they were part of the, the process. Um, yeah. That can be a mind screw with, but if I would just do this and this, this other outcome would have happened. <laughs> Well, you know that now. Right. And isn't that the point? Well, explain what you mean by isn't that the point? Well, as you're going through your challenges, okay, um, 
you're doing so unconsciously. You're just living, correct? Yes. Okay. And all of a sudden, or over the course of time, you get the idea, oh, wait a minute, something's not right here. I need to change something, flip something, move somewhere, do something, go somewhere in order to make this past situation change or be better or heal or whatever. And so you do that and your situation resolves and and then you're standing there and you're looking at the past say, gee, if I had known this then, I wouldn't have had to go through this. Well, the reason why you went through that was so that you would learn what you just learned. You now have had your paper graded. You got an A. Good. Okay. There you go. You learned something. You know, we don't come here with cheat sheets. We don't come here with crib notes. We, we come here to live the experience. We come here knowing that we're going to make big mistakes. We know that we're going to trip over our feet. We know that we're going to get hurt. We know that we're going to hurt other people. And we do it anyway because there's something here for us, something for us to learn and incorporate into our infinite being. And we can't, you know, you don't go to Harvard with, with all the answers in your notebook. You go to Harvard and get raked over the coals because you don't know what <laughs> all this new information means. <laughs> and then on graduation day, you go, wow, if I'd have known this back in freshman year, I wouldn't have had to go through all of that. Well, you had to go through all of that in order to learn it. You know, it's very, very simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Hmm. So if next time, you know, a situation comes around, you now have the experience and education under your belt to not go through that kind of thing again, whatever it was. You know, coming out of a bad marriage, you know, if you have self-awareness and you're looking at, at things from a higher perspective, you will be able to avoid all of the things that you did and thought and felt that put you into a bad marriage to start with. Right. That's how we learn when we come to earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry to say it, but it's true. <laughs> so those times, <laughs> those rare moments when we feel on top of the world, all firing on all cylinders, uh, laughing, full, filled with joy, um, we better enjoy the shit out of those because those are few and far between. (laughs) Well, now see, let's take another, let's look at that. (laughs) Life is going to throw you loads of stuff to deal with. It's, that's just the way it is. I am not, you know, a Debbie Downer, Mm -hmm. but I've lived on this planet for 67 years and I kind of know how it goes. And life, is about challenges. That's just the way it is. Mm. Now, I don't happen to subscribe to the belief that says, okay, when things are going really well, you know, don't get used to it because it's not going to last long. <laughs> well, I don't believe that. And I think that's, that's a little self-defeating. Right. You know, again, it, it, it comes to a change in your perspective. 
can I learn how to be content and peaceful, even though I'm living in the middle of the storm? Okay. And, you know, I, I put that to the test. When, when my son was very ill and I was taking care of him, it was those beliefs that I hold dear to my heart uh, that kept me in a place of peace. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all, you know, everyday peaceful. I was ripped apart all the time. However, I did know that whatever I'm going through, I have the tools. I'll make it. I'll be okay. And knowing that gave me the freedom to not live in constant fear mm. of what's coming. Yeah. You know, living it, living in the moment, seize that moment and, and, and enjoy it. And instead of looking forward to more garbage. Right. So, you know, let, let's change our perspective a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Well, Martha, any uh, any last bits of wisdom before we close today's show? Well, I don't know if it's wisdom. Um, you know, <laughs> I only give everybody what I know to be true in my own personal space. And and you know, if you can use it, if it if it helps you on your way, please, it's yours. I'm happy to give it away. If it doesn't work for you, then put it on the side. But please, please, please. Do not stop asking big questions. Don't stop asking the hard questions. This is the only way things change. You know, you you talk about all the great minds in the world. Uh, We all have the potential to be a great mind and a great thinker and a great transformer. Uh, And ask the questions. Ask the big questions. You know, look up at the sky if it's where you think the universe is and and just say, hey, what is up with this? I need answers. Tell me what I need to know. Mm. Don't stop asking. Keep being curious. And, And if you have enough courage to do that, your life will change. Mm. So don't stop moving forward. Don't give up. Just keep going. You're okay. Okay. Thank you, Martha. You're welcome. (laughs) And thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Healing Room with Martha Jagnowski on Mental Health News Radio. I know, I know, no one likes commercials, but seriously, folks, without the help from these organizations, we could not stay on the air. Please give a shout out to zencharts.com. If you're a mental health or addiction treatment center, you'll want to use their EHR. It's gorgeous. And they're just good people. And also mygenetics, M-Y-G-E-N-E-T-X.com, because knowing your genetic code empowers your mental health treatment. And lastly, copenotes.com. We love getting positive messages right to our phones every day from Johnny Crowder. He's the lead singer of Prison, a heavy metal band sharing their music about suicide prevention, addiction recovery, and mental health. See, that was painless. Support them as they support us. Back to the show. 
Thanks so much for listening to Mental Health News Radio. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and hundreds of other podcast apps. Or you can visit our website at mentalhealthnewsradio.com. If you have a question or would like to be a guest, become a podcaster on our network, or join the amazing organizations that help keep us on the air, please email us at info at mhnrnetwork.com. Get ready for that special goodbye from our resident therapy dog, Miles, and a special thanks to Emily Sohn for letting us use her incredible song, Cordial, for our podcast music. Listen to the full song on SoundCloud at emily.sonne. Don't be surprised when I don't hate on you. After all we promised, we